Hello, and welcome to the Creative Grace Podcast with your host, Anna. Each week, I will be bringing on entrepreneurs who have inspired me to help you run a successful and thriving business. Ready to embrace both the mess and success? Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, friend, welcome back to the Creative Grace Podcast. I'm excited for you to listen to this one. We are talking all about mental health and all that comes with that when it comes to running a successful business. So go ahead. I am interviewing Rachel and she is going to chat a little bit about herself, a little bit about her business and all that fun stuff. So go ahead, Rachel, and introduce yourself to listeners. Yeah. Hi, I'm Rachel Helmholtz. I'm a wedding photographer in the Seattle area, um, as well as an OBM for photographers. Um, Most people don't know what an OBM is unless they live in the coaching space, but it is an online business manager. Um, So essentially, I help you run the strategy and the operations of your business so that you can focus more on the creative, like CEO, big picture decisions. Um, so yeah, those are kind of my two roles, my two businesses right now and, um, doing it all with mental illness. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. So what got you into becoming like a manager versus just doing wedding photography? So I have a team on my wedding photography in my wedding photography business. Um, So for photographers right now and growing for next season. And so I found myself in a business manager position in my own company, actually, as I stepped away from photographing as often and more into the business side of things. Um, It's always something that I really loved. I definitely consider myself to be creative. Um, Obviously, that's why I'm in a creative profession. Um, But when it comes to the business side of things, my brain just kind of clicks in a certain way that I don't think many creatives um, can say do the same. Their brain doesn't work the same way. Um, So that's how I found myself there. I love that. I, I feel the exact same way when it comes to just running a business and stuff, because I enjoy more of the business side of things versus the actual photography. I love photography. I love being creative, but like running a business is like my number one passion. (laughs) Um, And I'm like trying to myself grow a team right now for photographers. So I catch myself like in that same position. I love it. It's, it's so fun, honestly. And I think if your brain works on the business side of things like that and it clicks it clicks well, I say absolutely do it. Um, Running a team is no easy feat, but if you are up for it, it's absolutely worth it. Um, It's changed my business completely in the best way. Um, And yeah, being an entrepreneur is really fun because you get all that free time to take care of yourself and also travel when you want to and do all the things that you want to do without having to take time off. Yeah. So how do you do it all? If you're running a business with photographers and then you're a photographer and you're also doing helping other photographers, like how do you do it all? Um, And that's when we're going to dive a little bit into mental health with how that can affect your mental health of only working and never giving yourself that time to rest and just like have a life. Yeah. So how I do it all, the short answer is systems. I've automated as much as I can automate. I have set up systems that make my life easier, shortcuts, anything I can do to make sure that I'm not having to do the same things over and over again. Um, And then I've also brought on a team. So I have a VA, I have an editor, I have an accountant, I have a bookkeeper. I have people who do things that 
I either can't or don't want to do um, so that I can clear my own plate and focus on my OBM clients. I can focus on taking care of my team um, and all of the small things like posting to Instagram or um, communicating with clients when I don't need to be communicating with clients. So um, things like sending planning guides or sending um, questionnaires, things like that, my MPA can do for me. So the short answer is, a com yeah, systems and outsourcing. That's it. <laughs> yes. And I'm like just about to get into the whole outsourcing. I know I do have an accountant and I just worked with a graphic designer on a few things, but it's kind of scary because it's like I'm not super new to a business at all in no means, but I am like not in there for five years. So I'm kind of worried of like, great, like, do I have enough money to invest into something like that? So what would be your biggest tip on like what to start with um, when it comes to outsourcing? And what is outsourcing if somebody doesn't know exactly what outsourcing is? Yeah, so outsourcing is essentially taking something off of your plate and giving it to someone else. Um, I would say that outsourcing can be really, really scary. As you said, like it's scary to invest. It's scary to trust someone else with parts of your business. Um, I think that the best advice I can give is look at your business and the things that you either really hate doing and procrastinate or the things that you don't have to be doing um, to keep your business going, but would be nice to get done. So for instance, for me, that looks like blogging or um, posting on social media. I don't necessarily need to do those things to keep my business running, um, but are they helpful? Absolutely, especially for marketing. So things like that, that I could be spending time doing, but I don't need to be doing, I don't need to be doing, right? Someone else can be doing for me. I think that's a really great place to start outsourcing. Um, most of the time that looks like a VA or an editor for most photographers. Um, editing is a really big one that takes a lot of trust. <laughs> so it can be really difficult to decide to do that. Um, but I think it can be worth it and save you a lot of time. For sure, for sure. So go ahead and dive into your mental health story when it came to running your photography business. And I know your story ultimately leads into just what you're doing today, which is an OBM. Yeah. So um, the the short version is, is that for a long time, I wasn't doing well with my mental health. I was having major depressive episodes, sometimes lasting up to a month or two, where I wasn't able to take care of my clients. I wasn't able to take care of myself. I was just kind of getting by. Um, and I think the best thing I ever did for myself was start trying to figure out why. <laughs> um, I ended up being diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which is not something I talk about very often on my Instagram at all because of the stereotypes and the judgment that can come with that diagnosis. Um, but it is something that has cleared up a lot for me and it helps me understand my brain a lot better. It helps me understand that I have seasons of depression and seasons of mania where I want to get a lot done and where I, when I'm depressed, I don't want to get a lot done. Um, and it's also helped me get on the right medication and the right plan for therapy and other things so that I can actually take care of myself before I take care of my clients and other people. Um, so that's kind of been my the short version of my story, how I've 
gotten here. But a lot of that, whenever, even when I was depressed, when I wasn't depressed, when I was feeling okay in those highs between the valleys, I was working on setting up systems so that when I wasn't feeling good, that I would have automatic emails set up, that I would have um, my team being communicated with through my VA instead of me, things like that, so that I could take a step back and I wouldn't feel extremely guilty for not being in my business. Um, but now I'm starting to feel better, so that doesn't happen as often. <laughs> there are those like big months where I'm just like out of commission, I guess you could say. So I have a question. Was it the over workload that you got that caused you to become depressed and just caused you to feel those feelings? Or was it more of just in general? Um, it's just in general. I've been depressed since I was younger. Um, it didn't help, though. So whenever I did start to get burnt out, um, as everyone knows, the last couple of years in the wedding industry specifically, but for everyone, has been extremely difficult. Um, and so it definitely... I'm not going to say it made my depression worse, but it heightened it to a point sometimes where I was just so done because I was burnt out at work. And then I was also feeling depressed at home. And so the combination of the two definitely heightened my my experience with depression for sure. Um, rescheduling and rescheduling and rescheduling weddings was just no fun. <laughs> it's yeah. just absolutely a drag. <laughs> No, and that can also be very just nerve wracking, too, because the income's not coming in if you're not doing weddings and if you're having to reschedule and all of that. It can be really scary. Um, So how do you like I know you said that you, you're able to take these mental health breaks where you're doing bare minimum and all of everyone else in your team is like working to build your business and move it forward. Kind of talk about the back end of that. Yeah. So a lot of that starts with a workflow. So sitting down and thinking through, okay, what do I want my experience for my team to look like? What do I want my client experience to look like? And really like breaking it down to the nitty gritty, every single email, text message, anything can have a shortcut or can be automated in a way that someone else can step in. I once heard workflows described as if you were to pass away and someone else had to step into your business and keep it running, could they? <laughs> like that's how in-depth your workflows should be so that every single step, every single point is um, is communicated. Um, it also, a lot of it comes down to expectation. My team knows that I struggle with my mental health, so they expect every once in a while to get communication from my VA instead of me and to not be surprised by that. Um, and luckily, my VA can actually step in and communicate with my clients as me. So they don't even need to know that I'm struggling. Um, it's just not a conversation I want to have individually with all of my clients. <laughs> um, but my team knows and they're aware. So yeah, a lot of it is just what I what I tell people all the time is start with what you currently do. So write down everything that you currently do for your business. Um, after that, go in and kind of fill in the gaps with what you want to be doing. Um, and then after that, you'll have to start building it out. So if you want to be sending this email, write that email. If you want to be sending this questionnaire, make that questionnaire. Um, and so it does take a little bit of time to build out those processes. But step one is figure out where you are. Step two is figure out where you want to be. And that's an oversimplified version, <laughs> yeah. but it's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. And if you keep doing what you're doing, your business 
it might grow, but when it starts to grow more, you're going to become more overwhelmed. So it's having someone step in. I'm starting to get to that position in my own business. I'm like, I think it might be time to hire like a virtual assistant, but I'm afraid to let go because I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to be checking my emails (laughs) and like wondering if everything's going okay and everything like that. So do you personally have your virtual assistant check your emails or do you do more of just the blogging end of virtual assisting? Yeah. So my virtual assistant does a lot for me. They blog, they post on my photography, social media, um, and then they do client communication through my CRM. So I have everything set up in HoneyBook. Um, So anything that's just they need to read an email, they need to send an email or anything that's an easy to answer email. So something like, um, what time did you say that was again? Or um, do you can we schedule our call now? or can we do this? It's something that my VA can answer, they will answer. Everything else they put in a folder for me. And so then I go through and I I can look and see, okay, I have four emails to respond to, as opposed to going to my inbox and seeing 50 emails and having to sort through them all and say, what do I need to respond to? What can my VA handle for me? So my VA does handle some emails for me, but there are some things that can only come from my brain, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I also find that a lot of my clients will text me and I do give them my text. You know, I give them my number because I want to have that relationship with them. But it can be kind of like after overwhelming after a while because I'm like having to go through all these text messages or DMs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something. Well, with DMs, at least you could have a VA step in for that. And I'm sure there's a way where you could connect your if you have um an Apple account, you could connect your Apple account to their their phone or something so they can view your text messages. But I don't know how to do that. I'm not techy enough. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure there's a way. A lot of it just comes down to like figuring out what you want to get rid of. So if that is email communication, making sure you know what that would look like for your VA so that you can communicate it and set those expectations. Because realistically, a good VA can do most backend tasks. Um, the the difference though between a VA and say an OBM is that an OBM is there to set up those workflows, set up those systems and help you with that strategy, whereas a VA steps into it and does those tasks for you once it's built out. So it's a little bit different on on what side of a VA is versus an OBM. Okay, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what would be the easiest way, I guess, to set up systems when you're not feeling that 100%, when you're just not feeling great, you want to be able to have those systems set up. So what would be the easiest way that our listeners can just go in there and set up? Yeah, so um, I think that the the quickest way to start is seeing what you currently do and making shortcuts for that. So um, if you have a CRM like HoneyBook or Dubsado or 17 Hats, um, writing down like, okay, I need to respond to an inquiry and then I need to send them pricing and then I need to send them a contract, little things like that that you already do. It's really easy to think about what's already happening in your business as opposed to creating something new. Um, so if you're feeling really bad, start with what you're already doing. Start with what your business already looks like. Don't add anything new until you're feeling better. Then you can start supplementing your workflow with what you want it to look like, right? When you when you have the capacity to do so. Um, but I think the, the best way to do that is setting up those shortcuts when you 
if you aren't feeling well, you can go ahead and set up those shortcuts. Um, one quick and easy way that I found to do that is creating templates. So you can create email templates, you can create shortcuts on your phone. So like when you type like OMW, it changes to on my way. So I have text messages for new clients. I have text messages for my team where I just type like new client and it auto populates a text message that says, hey, so-and-so, um, I saw your inquiry roll into my email and I just wanted to let you know that like I'm not at my laptop or I'm not in office today, but if you want to schedule a call, here's my link. Something like that, something really easy, but then I don't have to type that out over and over and over again. I can just type out new client and it auto populates it for me. So little things like that, that will help you accomplish the things you already do, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> yes. And I think honestly, it's just taking the time, like just taking a day out of your schedule and just going through and doing it because that's something that I need to still work on because <laughs> you just, you yeah. get, and you realize like you lose so much time when you're sending the exact same email to a hundred people. I mean, a lot of the times so I'll copy and paste it, but if you can already have a shortcut, it's going to save you even more time. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Definitely recommend waiting to get your systems in place when you feel good so that way they can serve you when you don't feel good. Um, but if that isn't possible, then definitely a great way to start when you're not when you're having a down day, when you're having a mental health day. Start where you're at. Um, start with what you already do. For sure. And I think, too, if you're still really new to photography or any type of business, Maybe this doesn't maybe this seems like way down the road. I say start ahead of time. So when you get to that position, you're already prepared because a lot of the times when we first start, we feel like we don't have enough work. So we feel like we want to do extra emails or whatever. But your business might take off pretty quick. And if you can prepare yourself ahead of time, you're going to be just as great. Yeah, it's easier to add steps than it is to wait and create a new robust workflow later on down the line. Um, yeah, and it's also, this is one of those things that if you really absolutely hate doing, then look into outsourcing it, right? If you cannot create a workflow to save your life, there are people whose brains are built to do that, like mine, where I just naturally start thinking through like, okay, what do you do? And then like, how does this work? Where are your touch points for your clients? And my brain just goes there naturally. <laughs> yeah, no, I know my brain doesn't work in that organization pattern. <laughs> I'm like the most not organized person. But when it comes to like starting a new idea or just like being super creative, it's like, that's where I like light up. Yeah, but absolutely. I do light up with business and stuff. Just yeah, not with the organizing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a super nerd. And when it comes to organizing people's businesses, I'm like, I will take the messiest business. Please, like, give it to me. I will take it. I will organize it for you. It does not intimidate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just the way my brain works. Um, yeah. That's so good. Don't ask me to do any accounting, <laughs> anything uh -huh. money related. And I'm like, out. <laughs> no, I heard. I think that, yeah, that was the first thing that I heard was an accountant because I was like, oh my gosh, like there's no way I'm going to go through all these numbers and then maybe something would be wrong and I would get in trouble. Like that stuff scares me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hard pass. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So go ahead and 
tell the listeners just one tangible thing that they can do today. I know we talked about just kind of going through your back end and um, setting up those systems. But what's one other tangible thing, something small that they can um, do after this? Yeah, I think the the smallest thing that you can do is consider outsourcing, right? Just start thinking about it. Um, I know it can be really intimidating, but if you have it on a short-term or a long-term list of things that you can do to outsource, you'll feel a lot better about it when you get to that point. Um, so start thinking about what you would want to outsource, who that who you would outsource to. Yeah, for sure. And I also heard like it doesn't like when you first start, it doesn't have to just be in your business. It can be outsourcing, like having someone come and clean or having somebody do something else within your house. Like maybe it's having somebody do daycare or whatever that looks like, Um, just because outsourcing can look at or outsourcing can be different, like in different ways. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. That doesn't have to just be your business too to start. 100%. And that was something that like last summer, I was super busy. I was getting married. And then I also had a ton of weddings I was photographing. And so I outsourced meal planning. I got those meal kits that came in every week. So I didn't have to think about what am I going to eat this week? I just had things delivered to my door. And yeah, I still had to cook them, but my fiance and I enjoy cooking together. So I didn't want to stop doing that. But I didn't want to have to spend a couple hours every week thinking about what should I eat this week and going to the grocery store and getting food. Um, So yeah, definitely you can outsource anything in your life and free up more time. It doesn't have to just be business. Um, That's a really great point. Yeah, I definitely think like with the cleaning, like it may be $50 for someone to come in and clean your house or however that much that is, but that's two hours of your time. So try to think of what your hourly rate is and think about, okay, well, is it worth it for me to go clean when I hate cleaning? If you like cleaning, like, like keep it, <laughs> but if you hate it and you dread it and then outsource that so you can have more time in your business and use those hours. Who likes cleaning? Is that a thing? <laughs> well I mean I gotta say some days I'm really feeling the cleaning grind but most days I'm not (laughs) yeah um your mind off of things if you like cleaning but I guess on those days where you're like no like I'm just ready to (laughs) do work like hype for somebody (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) okay so I'm gonna leave the listeners with um sharing I guess your biggest business tip or actually I want you to share your business biggest business tip um before we leave yeah I think my biggest business like harness everything that you are right like don't try and hide the fact that you struggle with your mental health don't try and like gloss over it it's part of who you are and so if you can recognize that and use that to your advantage as opposed to trying to ignore it and say I'm not struggling if you are, I think your business is going to go further because that element of I'm struggling will lead you to asking for help. And I think ultimately that's how success is built is, is getting help. (laughs) And whether that's for your mental health or whether that's within your business, um, or as you said, like within your life, I think that we all need help. And so, um, yeah, I think that's my, my biggest advice, piece of advice. (laughs) So good. And I also think that when you share different things are going on in your life, maybe not your deepest, darkest secrets, obviously you don't want to, (laughs) but like if you're going through anxiety or depression or whatever, like 
maybe our clients are going through the same thing and they can relate to that. So I think that's okay to share with your business, depending on what your business motto stands for. For me, it's just like being true to myself and being true to my clients. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it definitely depends on your business values, but I think most people who are looking to hire a one person photography team, they are looking to connect with you, right? They're looking to want to understand you. And if, yeah, if you struggle with your mental health, they probably are too, you know, like most people have some kind of, whether that's like an actual diagnosed illness or just, um, you know, they're just struggling with their, everyone has mental health is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, no, I 100% yeah. agree with that. And when people can relate to you, they're more out to trust you to be able to provide a service for them. So that's 100% right. Okay, so let's go ahead and plug you in. <laughs> Where can listeners <laughs> find you? I know you're on Instagram and are you on Facebook? So go ahead and just like tell the listeners where they can find you. Yeah, totally. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok as at Rachel Helmholtz. My last name is weird. It's H-E-L-M-H-O-L-Z. Um, and I'm also, my photography um, Instagram is Greenhouse Photo Co. So those are the two best places to find me. Um, the Rachel Helmholtz one is all about OBM, how I can help your business. The photography one is obviously wedding photography, pretty photos, all of that jazz. Um, but yeah, those are the best couple of places to find me. So good. And I will also link all the information below so you guys can check her out. Um, but it was so good talking with you and I'm excited to implement these systems and just get things moving to work more for me, not against me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked for you as well. And thank you for having me. Yes, it was so good to have you. And guys, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. It means the world. If you're enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review by scrolling down a little bit past the show notes. On top of that, share this episode with a friend who may just need it. 